just getting started. This is South Coast Tonight with Chris McCarthy and Marcus Farrow. They've got you covered on all the news of the day. From local issues to politics on both sides of the aisle. This is the place where the movers and shakers come to be heard. To listen. And where they're held accountable. This is South Coast Tonight on WBSM. Headphones. We've all done it. You know, I, I bought, I paid good money to have the headphones so that I can be comfortable because it's, it's three hours. No, I know. It's, it's a lot. And I left them in the car. But anyway. What's weird is those have plastic antlers on, on them. So you look weird. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, um, Marcus, good evening. Hey, man. What's going on? You tell me. Well, we've got a classic story that's couple of them, actually, for, for the show. Yeah. Uh, you can join us at 508-996-0500. Oh, I did make that announcement last night, but let's just, let's make it, I think, at the beginning of every hour, because it's, it's I think, so awesome about, right. our, uh, about our broadcasting of the Sheriff's Debate. Yes. That it's going to be two hours. Two hours. Completely commercial, commercial free. Commercial free. Two hours commercial free. And uh, election night coverage, we're going to be here for five hours. Five hours. Now, in both circumstances, I was warned... By management. Hopefully I can get a kidney before you, then. You know, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> can we get... Do they have off-site dialysis? <laughs> they actually do. <laughs> you hear the machine running in the background, folks. That's me. Getting... <laughs> so, <laughs> just hear a body thud in right. the middle of the coverage. Right. right. <laughs> it becomes a memorial episode. We might as well. You might as well dial, dial the nine and the one. <laughs> uh, there are cops listening. Yeah. There so are we'll, cops. We'll, we'll be good. Be, I have full yeah. confidence in the in the Fairhaven uh, Fire Department and EMS. So so anyway. Um, Lieutenant Cobb, please listen. <laughs> so, so anyway, um, yeah, so we're going to go two hours commercial free during the debate. I said for two reasons. One, um, you know, we're happy. We're happy we have, uh, you know, our, our great sponsorship partners that, are, that keep the lights on. Right. But this conversation needs to be free flowing. I think And so. you and I don't want to sit here. Off air. <laughs> so with Paul, the sheriff and Paul Haru. When it's so awkward. Yeah. So, guys. You guys don't know what a minute feels like until you shit and two people hate each other. How about an icebreaker? <laughs> say something nice about each other. Right, right. So, I am. Um, Cappuccino, anyone? <laughs> yeah. So, there's there's going to be a lot like a lot going on. Scotty. <laughs> Can anyone like a cookie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because uh, we've been off air in situations like that, and actually, some mad good cookies would be good to bring in to break the tension. Yeah, Have you yeah. had those. Barry's got an article about mad good cookies. They they're so good. Um, they're a local cookie company. The okay. guy is John is a guy who does it. But anyway, so folks, as Marcus is saying, we were driving back from the show the other yeah. night. With, with with Hodgson on Wednesday. Yes, right? after Hodgson. Well, no, we weren't with him after the show. No, I mean, after no. we had the show with Hodgson. Right. And Marcus was, <laughs> Marcus was was brainstorming on this, right? Yeah. And, um, of course, all the playing the commercials and all that all falls on him, right? Yes. So, to me, I, I just sit here like Mickey the Mope. It doesn't matter, right, to me. <laughs> I mean, whatever happens, it's on Marcus. He does a hell of a job. I have my full confidence in him, right? But he's the one who's thinking about... Right, yeah. and we were t- <laughs> we were talking about it's going to be really uncomfortable in that studio, right? Yeah, 
<laughs> Especially if you have to sit there and play the commercials, right? Yeah. I can get up and limp my way out of here. Right? <laughs> <laughs> or fake my own death yeah. again. So, so... Folks, it's going to be. I think it's good for the best of all. It's good for you guys. Well, listen, it's right? good. It's good because you know the first hour they're gonna they're, they're gonna be asking each other questions and we're gonna ask them questions. And then in the, the second hour, you get to call them, and I don't have to worry about. I can have as many people calling as possible. Right. I can give you probably more time than I, I've been able to. Right. Um, some people are like, so if I drop you, um, it's an exact. So I decided like I was trying to think about it like logistically. Oh yes. well, I let you. Ask a question, take your answer off air. I, yeah, I think that's usually the best. That's way That's usually it. the best way to do it. But sometimes I'm more interested in some callers than others. No, no, I agree with you. Sometimes <laughs> the follow up is necessary. Sometimes the follow up is necessary. You know what's not necessary is the preamble. Yes. <laughs> Look, let me just tell you this. No matter what, Paul Haru and Tom Hodgson, neither of them. You're not going to break either one of them. Yeah. With your preamble. Yeah. Okay? Yeah, yeah. You're not going to box them in. So all <laughs> yeah. you're doing is boring the audience. You're not going to have a Perry Mason moment. Right. Right. So, so, so ask them, ask them a question and I, and everybody that called in, I thought, you know, they, they asked their question and all that, but yeah, the preambles, all the explaining, we all know the issues, right? The, you know, we all know the issues. They all know the issues. So just ask the question. You're not going to trap either one. <laughs> you're not, you're no, not. Yeah. Right? They didn't, they didn't get to where they are by, right. by losing arguments to, 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 um, to constituents. Right. If you want yeah. to say, you want to say, hey, Tom, you have 10 dead bodies. Explain them. Right. <laughs> that does a lot more than, than this long, drawn out thing. Right. Um, Here's the thing. You know, by the way, Tom, on January, you know, you don't have to tell us how yeah, smart yeah. you are. Right. Just do what on I May do. 1st, 10, 2020. You got 10 dead bodies. Explain them. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right. I love Tom, but that's what I, how I would phrase it. Right. Yeah. Um, or Haru, this stuff the you best, can say there, right? So when you're in, you know, a lot of times when you're cross-examining somebody like in a, in a, in a trial or in a situation like that, your final question or one of your final questions, if you ask the question, it doesn't matter what the answer is. That's the perfect question. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just giving right. you guys some advice. That's the perfect question. Ask the question and it does that, that like you've, that it only matters if you asked it. It doesn't matter what the answer is. So the, um. And again, if I, I would say this, that most of you who are calling have an interest, right? Yeah. Well, respect the other people who also have an interest, right, who, who are yeah. calling as well. So give, give, give everybody as much a shot as but, possible. But, but the and, point I was trying to make before we got into the... the how to ask a question? D disciplining the callers. Right. <laughs> was um, if, I, if I drop you... Uh, um, just don't take it personally. I got to cycle through calls, and right. I'm just going to decide which calls I'm going to drop and not. And uh, that's it. That's it. It's it, it's 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 a dictatorship. So it, it has to be because yeah. we 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 we. I mean, the radio station management, the sales team, everyone's gone out of their way yeah. to help make this a really good production. Yeah. Don't ruin it. <laughs> so also 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 it it'll translate better to the podcast. Yes. Um without any commercials, things like that. So yeah. we'll be able to get it up. So if you get if you get a chance to get through at five oh eight nine nine six zero five hundred And you can tonight. You'll be on the podcast, okay? You will be. So And a lot of people will be listening to it. Right. Yeah. And um you can you can send it to your friends. I mean look, it is um it's gonna be a really interesting night. Um it's going to be Again, I think one of the best. It is one of the most interesting races down here, so far. You know, in, you know, the in a lackluster year, right? It is the most. I yeah. would say, right, Marcus? That and the Plymouth County DA's uh, race, which right. which affects the. You know, we're, we're in Fairhaven, so on one on the on the on the west side of us is Bristol County. 
on the east side of us is Plymouth County, Marion, Mattapoise at Rochester, Wareham, et cetera. Huh? The east side. Oh, okay. I thought you were like, there's three more. You're missing three more. Okay. Okay. Yeah. On the east side is is uh, a lot of people. I saw, I actually saw a DA Cruz billboard in Mattapoise on Route 6. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, so. And I, I saw a Rasan Hall sign in uh, on North Street in Mattapoisett. I do so. think it's again. There's a real dichotomy between the two the two candidates. There is. It's it's not. And um, so far, so so good. And we, we've we've had both candidates in. They've been great. Um, and um, they're both great interviews. And we're, we're looking forward to featuring that race uh, right. more in a meaningful right. way. Right. So uh, what, what were we? We were going to talk about something. So we've got as a, as a real local issue tonight. Um, this proposed, by the way, hats off to Barry Richard for breaking news here yeah. on the proposed methadone yeah. clinic for New Bedford. Downtown. I mean, Barry, a lot of people don't realize Barry was a reporter yes. before being a uh, opinion talk show host. After right? being the spokesman for Bernie Sanders. After being the spokesman for Bernie Sanders. Oh, no, actually, he was actually a reporter before that. Now yeah, that yeah, I think yeah. about it. First year as a reporter. He was covering him. Yeah, then he became a spokesperson for, for yeah. Bernie for Bernie Sanders, which I mean, guys, again, that's remarkable. Yeah. Really. Um, and uh, so Barry has an article at WBSM.com. If you haven't had a chance to see it yet, um, wake up. But it's a, um, a real, it's a really interesting article. And again, that's, there's a lot of reporting work in there, real legwork. Barry got a tip and he started tracking it down. Okay. Yeah. And I think the station's done a real good job, Barry in particular, Tim as well. Uh, on reporting on this so far, and, and with you guys as well participating, so we wanted to op- make sure that we talked about it tonight with you guys. Some of you folks, again, as we 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 talked about when the show was designed, you're not available to call in in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not around. You've got an opinion, or maybe you haven't even heard it yet because you were at work all day. Uh, you don't even really know what I'm talking about. You're right now at wbsm.com, reading it for the first time. The um, look, guys, th- this has a lot of angles to it this story and there's a lot of places this story can go wrong i guess in my opinion yeah um here's the thing my opinion is this you don't have to be in favor of methadone or be opposed to methadone to be opposed to this location i agree okay so my opinion i'm not an expert on it by any stretch but just my regular guy living living here in South Coast, opinion is that methadone has helped a lot of people. That it's a necessary drug, um, but it is a drug. Um, it serves a population, um, but it all depends on how it's delivered, okay? So for those of you who are just tuning into us, the methadone proposed the proposed methadone clinic, folks, is on Union Street, in New Bedford, where the Fall River Palm Brokers is, right across from my old office. Right, the Justice Bridge Legal Center right. actually is right over there. Yeah, and and look, look, let, allow me to make a Howie Carr like comment because I love him. Hey, New Bedford's upgrading; it's it's trading its pawn shop for a methadone clinic. All right. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Okay, so we don't want to do that. We don't want to add that storyline to it. Um, that being said. I think methadone is, is, is very necessary. I know people, you sure we all do, who've utilized it through the through the doctors to get stable. All yeah. right. But people there's people that are on it for decades. Right, right. Presidents of the United States have been on it. 
Yes. Okay. John Kennedy was on methadone because of his Addison's disease. Yeah. It is a fairly effective painkiller, I understand. Uh, but, I, and I don't, but I don't think it gives the euphoria. I'm really not sure. Yeah. Thank God I've never, never took it, right? I mean, it's right. not, not my bag. But, the, um, but Marcus, I was telling you off the air. During the pandemic, before I got sick, someone gave me a tip. They said, you've got to see what's going on at the Gifford Street Methadone Clinic, Mm -hmm. which is right off Route 18. Okay. So I went down there and I looked. They were queuing all the people, lining up the people outside. Okay. Now, again, we're talking height of the pandemic when everyone was supposed to be socially distanced, six feet apart, right? Yeah. You had this enormous line of people. You could see it from the highway. You know, I knew I was at the right place when I saw what I could see, right? Because I'd never been there before. So they had this enormous line of people all on top of each other. People in the parking lot. It looked like a social event, really. Yeah. Um, my understanding is you get your spot in line, you don't leave line, okay? Right. It's like um, you're waiting on line for... for for a schnitzer's rye at the at the deli, right? I mean, right. you get a spot in line, you stay in line. <clears throat> so they had these, the line was stri- snaked out all through the parking lot. All these people. And you, you just, and again, a lot of people have compromised immune systems, yeah. places like that, right? My point being is that that was during the pandemic, but still, it doesn't mean that, but today, I think if you went there, um, they're lined up outside. Right. Okay. Um, they get there. It's open certain hours in the morning. They're lined up outside. They take their dose. They move on. The um, amount of people who are, who are on methadone um, is a big, it's, it's, it's a lot of people. Yeah. And actually I talked to, um, I've talked to some experts okay. uh, in the field. Some pe- a lot, uh, I've talked to multiple people that work in the field uh, in the region and uh, I can't find anybody that's actually in favor of this, even okay. people who are in, in treatment. Uh, and it's because uh, of a few reasons. One, apparently, there is no, there is no, um, it's not fulfilling an, action, an actual need because there's a, uh, uh, 2,000, 3,000 people, two, two to 3,000 people in the city of New Bedford okay. <clears throat> that are, are using methadone or on methadone, I should say. Okay. And they're, not having a problem getting it. So so they just want to come in and it's purely a business venture. Right. You know, and I'm looking it up the uh, opioid disorder market is worth about 2 and a half billion, right? And wow. one, the company the the company that that's that, that's coming in to establish this shop in Fall Pawnbrokers. By the way, I've been in that pawn shop before. Uh it's very small, so it would be a very small it would be a very small clinic. Right. It's not necessarily it's uh, it's it's not necessarily like catering to like a growing need. It's just um, it's just purely a, a profit uh, a profit venture. And this this RCA is a massive um, hedge fund. And there are like other you know conglomerates that have uh, that have opioid clinics in the city. There's you said know, the one on Gifford Street. Right. Like there's one on the North End as well. Okay. But those are meeting the needs of the people who need methadone in the city, right? It's not, it's not addressing a growing need. And furthermore, having it out on union street, 
one of the busiest, if not the busiest street in the city. Right. Um, is, uh, I think, a way to, is going to lead to stigmatization. And people are going to be nervous about going somewhere, right on Union Street. Right. Right in the middle. Right. Right in the middle of Union Street, um, where there's cars going up and down, and, and the people that go in, like if you've you've got like you 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 always think of people as use methadone. I know a lot of people are thinking oh like transients, right, or people who are of lower income and all of that, and that's true. But there's also people that you don't realize that are using methadone, right. and they're not going to go to Union Street to right. get it. Marcus, right? that was that was one of my original. You know, you and I talked about this on the way over. Um, so when I, if I can, I'm picturing in my mind what I saw at Gifford Street, okay? Yeah. Big, long lines, right? Well, that's one thing because it's just, it's off Route 18. You, you'd have to be, have, have Superman eyes to be able to tell who's standing in line, okay? Um, on Union Street, you won't. You'll be stuck. At, you'll be in traffic, but stopped, right? It's, that's dead yeah. stop. You'll be looking at people. Right. right? You're looking out your window going, that's my high school teacher, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah. You know, and I say that because I know someone who was my high school teacher. Right. Who, at years ago, anyway, she, something happened, or I don't know, but she was on the methadone. And um, we knew it because someone saw her. But anyway, the um, having all those people queued up, lined up on, on Union Street, because the, the building is so small, they'd have no, it's no choice but to be outside. Yeah. Right, Marcus? So you have this big, long line, and everyone thinks, what are the Van Halen tickets on sale? Yeah. Why is everyone in line, right? <laughs> yeah, right. No, they need methadone. And if I got a script for methadone, generally speaking, you're trying to turn your life around when you get yes. that script, right? You, 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 you've been in a hard spot, and, you, and you're trying to climb your way out. Now go stand on Union Street where your neighbors can see you, right? right. I'm not going. Right. I'm not going, Marcus. <clears throat> and, and the last thing I think we need to do is to build any psychological barriers to addiction. Yeah. To, to addiction treatment. Right? Yeah, yeah. If someone's got a problem, go get it straightened out. But if, if part of that is you're going to stand in the village square, you're right. not going to go. Yeah. And I know I'm not saying they're doing this to humiliate people. They're just not thinking about it without humiliating people. And, and you know, this is going in front of the Zoning Board of Appeals. Uh, so it's not subject because th what they're trying to do is they need to get some type of variance, we'll say. A special permit. Special permit. Tomato, tomato. Because they're not supposed to be there. Right. Right. Exactly. So they need special permission to get there. Yeah. Right. Exactly. The the real, I mean, the, re the thing is, is the ZBA is... I mean, they, they, they turned down the ZBA previously, the Zoning Board of Appeals has turned previously turned down an outpatient uh, ch for child and family services in that okay. same area downtown. Okay. Right. So it's unlikely that they're going to, I think, allow a methadone clinic in that same in that same area. And maybe down the downtown isn't the area you want, want to do it. I feel like I feel like if you're arguing in favor of this. You're probably just like, it's probably some type of like edgy, like like some type of like you want to show how pro, like uh, I agree, Marcus. you know, like how how progressive you are yes. by saying yes, we should have uh, addicts should be allowed to be in our right. business district too, right? And it's like, yeah, but they don't want to be there. No, exactly, <laughs> the Marcus, like, right? You know, that is the great. They don't want you know. So, Marcus, you're right. It, I feel like this has the potential. To come down to ideological lines that yeah. are very unnecessary. There, there are there are hundreds of lawyers downtown, right? And 
you've got people in the bit. You've got. I guarantee that there's one lawyer in this area that uses methadone. Right? Guaranteed. 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 Probably more than one. I Definitely would, more than one. Definitely more than one. <laughs> <laughs> and they're not going to go to the Union Street. Right. It doesn't fulfill. Again, it doesn't address a need. It doesn't make any. It doesn't make any sense. And and Marcus, we've got um. Um, the fact of the matter is that you can be in favor of methadone and certainly in favor of people getting treatment yeah. without, without having to sign off on this, right? Right. It, this, this is not a litmus test, okay? Yeah. This is a pure zoning, what's right for what's right area, right? In other words, the city of New Bedford tries to, is very hospitable to the yeah. treatment community, right? Mm-hmm. The, um... The fact of the matter is that there's been a lot of investment in downtown New Bedford. They've been trying to do different things down there, right? Yeah. People are investing money. It's not to say that you're not that you're opposed to, to addicts getting treatment because you just don't want them doing it right in that spot where they're folks. They're going to have to be lined up down the sidewalk. Right. 508-996-0500. Good evening. Hey, uh, I was just wondering uh, if you connect this conversation to something you guys were talking about a little bit earlier, uh, I think a couple weeks ago, in regards to the fact that all the development downtown is subsidized. Um, you know, if you do the math, uh, the most recent Mitchell investment with the ARPA money is like $75,000 a unit, right? Okay. okay. Um, they're paying for people to develop downtown. Um, and maybe this is a faulty assumption, but I would assume that in a situation in which you have developers like competing over real estate to develop downtown if they wanted to. Um, you wouldn't necessarily see a methadone clinic as what would win out for a, a retail use as like the highest and best right. use. Right. I also sort of wonder, um, I'd be curious to know what you guys think about this. Um, my, my assumption would be that uh, downtown New Bedford real estate is higher value per square foot than Fall River. And yet Fall River seems uh, to definitely. have all these market rate developments downtown and I don't see any of that in New Bedford. So I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see what you guys think in terms of how this connects to the real estate market downtown. Because I would assume that in, a, in, a, in an environment where people could build what they wanted to, yeah. um, and you could actually have development downtown, that a methadone clinic wouldn't necessarily be the highest rent tenant that would win out there. So I'm curious what you guys think. Thanks for the call. Appreciate yeah. it. I, I think he's on to something. He's on to a couple things, actually. The difference between um, Fall River growth and New Bedford growth is um, Ken Fiola. <laughs> <laughs> they have Ken, we don't. Um, yeah, it, well, here's the thing. Uh, over over the time when these projects became more available and affordable and incentivized by tax credits and things like that that are passed by the state legislature and funding made available to mass development, the city government in New Bedford hasn't been hospitable to the types of developments the caller was talking about. Frankly, okay. that's that's what it is. Right. I mean, we know that right. that's what it is. It's it's that the city government hasn't I think until now hasn't been hospitable. There has been some like, you know, the, the, the you talk about ARPA money. There's been CPC money, too. That's that's been dumped into that's been dumped into downtown development and not dumped, but utilized in downtown development, right. including some market rate housing. But a lot of it is the 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 the. The incentive ever since in the last decade or so, since uh, housing has become 
uh, building more housing has become incentivized and more of these developments have become incentivized by tax credits, by funding for mass development, things like that. The city government hasn't been hospitable. That's just what it is. I, um, I, I would say that the, um, <clears throat> and that's why, and that's why, cause you're seeing a lot of, there's still businesses closing downtown sure. and all that. Yeah. And so that's why you're seeing an opening for, and then part of it is because you, you don't have the housing to, 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 to facilitate the growth. Right. That's the thing. The housing isn't facilitating. You need the housing. You need to add units to facilitate the growth. And so that's why when you have a vacant pawn shop, it might become a methadone clinic <laughs> instead of something else. I mean, you really can't even make that up, you know. Um, if, 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 if you were from outside of the area, if you're at the Boston Globe or one of these other people that looks down in this area, you couldn't even make that up, that, that we're trading a pawn shop for a methadone clinic. Yeah. Um, the, um, well, what someone, what, what someone in the Boston Globe would write is like, why did you know, New Bedford turn down a methadone clinic? Because right. New Bedford is white rage or something. Right, <laughs> right, right. Then they, 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 they say, like they say <laughs> even, even in historically Democrat New Bedford, where t Donald Trump was elected to one precinct, right? Donald Trump won one precinct. Even Mitt Romney was rejected. But Donald Trump was voted for. Right? And that's true. But anyway, the... Um, but the idea, the idea that we don't. So first of all, we already have the need filled. As far as we know, March. You talk to people in the treatment. I've talked to. I've talked to. I've talked to experts in the field. I've talked to experts in the field. They said the needs already been met. I'll give you another example, Marcus. Talking about development, what's going on downtown? That uh, the latest hotel that was developed downtown, right? Um, a lot of people don't realize that that was that, that was developed with Chinese investors who invested through a federal program that allows them to get green cards to work in the United States. Oh. If they take overseas capital and they invest it into certain types of demographic neighborhoods, oh. New Bedford, um, and create jobs. Okay? Wow. So that's how the downtown ho hotel was funded. Oh, okay, okay. really? Uh, yeah, the one up on Union Street. Oh, yeah, yeah, right? because that was foreign-owned. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah, That's the, it's Chinese yes. money. Yeah. What happens if, if you want to get a green card to work in America and you have a certain amount of capital, it's it's all it's very it's big dollars, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, say, you're, say you're a French businessman yeah. and you want to get a green card to work in the United States or get do business here. If you invest so many million dollars, you get it. You you get front loaded front loaded to the line. Obviously, that that's a big deal to Chinese people, Russians, sort of right. like that, right? The more the more chaotic your country is, the more you want to get your capital out. Yeah. America's hospitable, okay, for the time being. So, right, you have that going on. So the idea that if you start having all these additional bodies coming down to New Bedford downtown with with Donald's investment simply to get their 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 drink of methadone um i don't think it's what was on the plan it's not right. what people anticipated no and um the fact that I'll, I'll do i'll say another thing too marcus for those of folks who are out there t thinking yeah but union street's got the bus station it's got um the ability to have people come in there's cabs things like that transportation is not an issue for most people on methadone, if they transportation is their problem, they it's subsidized it by can, you can you can get transportation. You get transportation, yeah. right? It's one of the things that I realized when I and went. Plus, it's in the north and south end where I think they spec for that. Yes. Yeah. So when I was there at Gifford Street that day, all those years ago, now 
watching, I, I saw all these cabs coming up, or, or, but or different, like, you could see the livery services, right? They're not, they're not just regular cabs. It's not like someone gave a guy five bucks and took a ride. It was all these vans. They're, they're transportation vans, right? So I asked my source. I'm like, what? I don't even understand what's going on here, right? And they said, no, no, you get it. Mass Health subsidizes it. So, yeah. so do you, you really don't want to have a cavalcade of transportation pulling up, dropping it people is, off. It right? actually, it actually is going to disrupt the traffic downtown, and traffic on Union Street's already pretty bad. Right. Hey, listen, let's take a break, and yep. we'll be right back. Marcus, you know, I was thinking what? about this. Um, here's here's the thing. I don't know how the ZBA is going to vote. We know most of the people on the ZBA, right. which I think is interesting. But um, sh- there's always a conversation about whether or not appointed boards. Uh, should have as much unilateral discretion as right. they do. Right. right. Good point. And it got brought up with the park board. Yes. Over the the handicap, um, uh, uh, the playgrounds, um, you know, handicap parking and and parking in general at the uh, at the ADA accessible playground in Pope's Island. It got brought up uh, when the board of health was trying to unilaterally basically shut down the Whaling City Festival in 2021. Right. Um. So. There's a, I mean, there's a discussion about whether or not at least an elected official should sit on the ZBA, on the park board, on the board of health even. Because there is precedent, Marcus. They're on the traffic commission, mm-hmm. right? The, the water board. They're on the water board. So this may be a time for a bigger conversation. Yeah. Really. Seriously, because look here in Fairhaven, right? Uh, in Fairhaven, our public works department... I'm one of five people that's in, uh, in charge of overseeing the public works department. Our board of health is fully elected. You know, there was a while we had a, we had a, uh, in, well, we, we've never had this, but in New Bedford, there was, there were, there were people that didn't live in the city. The majority of the board of health didn't live in the city. At, at, a, at, at one point. They might've grown up in the city, but they didn't live there That's anymore. since been corrected since yes. Hugh Dunn put that ordinance in the, in the, in the, um, in the, in the, that that comprehensive employee residency law, city employee residency law. But th- that's a pro. I think it's a problem. I used to tell you, Marcus, I have to tell you, but way back when, in the 90s, when I first got involved in politics, when I started finding out, it doesn't matter their credentials. You had people on the Board of Health in New Bedford who didn't live in the city. Yeah. They may have, but they didn't anymore. I remember saying to myself, that does- wouldn't fly anywhere. Yeah. Let alone it's against the law in most communities. Right. Right? You could not... I can't imagine going to Fairhaven or Freetown and saying, by the way, this person lives in New Bedford, but they're going to be on the Board of Health. They'd never do it. It's, it's illegal. Yeah. We, right? right? Yeah, right. But it's New Bedford... Li- New Bedford literally illegal. New Bedford's like an occupied territory, right? <laughs> yeah. They've got... Because, again, the Board of Health, Marcus, has a tremendous power. Liberate New Bedford. Right. Yeah. Right? The you Gaza had, Strip. Really, right? <laughs> yeah. You had tremendous power. Uh, the Board of Health does. Unilateral power. Yes. I can remember that... Um, Georgia Cigars up the North End, they've, they've since gone out of business. They wanted to have the option to let people light a cigar. Yeah. Like their, their primary purpose was selling tobacco, whether you agree with that or not. In Fall River, there's a cigar shop. You, you go, you can buy a cigar, you sit down and have the cigar in the place, right? The Board of Health said no. No smoking in places, even though they sell tobacco. Yeah. The kid would have to, it's so funny, Georgia's, the kid would have to go outside yeah. to smoke a cigar. 
Right. He's standing on the sidewalk in the snow. Yeah. Ridiculous, right? The same thing to a cigar bar downtown. There it's you go. The same thing, right? It's and it, and it was and it was because of decisions from. It was because of some like dogmatic puritanical decisions made by people who didn't live right with the people they were governing yes. over. It's yes. insane. It's we, insane. We dumped tea in harbors over that, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah, right. I mean yeah. so, so we don't have that situation anymore. Um, now, I, I happen to like, uh, I, you know, can I know, the people I know on that board, the ZBA, I know I like them. Yeah, me too. You have Bob Schilling, who, and a lot of people don't realize this, but Bob Schilling, without giving his address away, it's public record, but he lives right down the street from yeah. where this proposed methadone clinic is. I haven't spoken to him, and I wouldn't do that anyway off the air. Um, you have Celeste Paleologos, uh, Phil's wife, who um, is a business owner, owns a house in the city, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, she, she's part of the, very much a part of the community. Uh, you have another lawyer named Brown. Stephen Brown, Stephen yeah. Brown on the UMass Law grad. Yep. So I think you're going to get to the right decision. Yeah, I think you'll get to the right decision. It's just a matter of... It's just the principle of it that oh, big time that you know no disrespect to to these individuals, but they don't face any pressure from the electorate. No, oh. there's no unlike Ian Abreu on the city council, yeah, or a, a, a Derek Baptiste that on the will city lose council. a salary in right. health care right. if they lose their election if they make the wrong decision yes. as far as the people are concerned. Yes, right, yeah, yeah. Whereas. The people in the zoning board of appeals—they're insulated from. They're politics. mostly and mostly, mostly, yeah, exactly. Apolitical, right. don't have political aspirations. They're, they're insulated from you, the voters, which yeah. is not what you want. Right, right. I'm not talking about the, each one of those individuals on that board. As far as I can tell, is a conscientious person who doesn't, you know, who's going to do what they believe is right. Yeah, and they, and they certainly get, have a lot of contacts in the community. They're going to feel a democratic pressure on it. It's not like an elected official on the board. Right. And so is now, you know, Marcus, it comes from the idea that we don't want people to feel pressure from the voters. Yeah, That's right. where it comes from. That's what it is. It's not unique to New Bedford. And it allows elected officials to hide behind those boards right. and say, oh, it was these guys. Right. What can you do about it? It's, Nothing. It's not unique to New Bedford. It's not. Yeah. It's not. Um, but you're going to have a decision here. Now- I'll also say this, Marcus. There may be people out there who are saying right now, well, put it on Union Street because I live in Sassaquin or, right. or I live at the end of the peninsula, right? Stick it over there. I'm, I'm never down there, okay? And if this clinic, this this group, this, this hedge fund group, right, if they've already trained in on the idea they know, because folks, they know the dollars are there for the methadone, right, yeah. Marcus? The scripts have been written. Yeah. The the healthcare is there. It's a it's a it's a very big company worth millions and millions of dollars. So they they don't they don't just drop things in places. Right. Think they know parallel that they can, products. They know that they can at least compete, even though the methadone, uh, you know, methadone's a need that's been satisfied. They know they can compete there. They might give away free coffee mugs the day they open, something like that. Yeah. Get your methadone in a coffee mug, or or, or I got my methadone in this yeah. free T-shirt. I don't know. The um, the um, fact of the matter is, is that it may be that they're going to Union Street, and you're glad because if not, they might be going to your neighborhood. I wonder how much of that is going on as well, Marcus. We're gonna have to take a break. Yeah, yeah. Right. Listen to us live. Anyway, anyway, 508-996-0500. Good evening. Good evening. Hi. 
I'm, I'm not really that familiar with methadone clinics, okay. and I, I didn't even know there was one in New Bedford. Is it still functioning, the, the one that you said on there, There's Street? There's two in New Bedford, and uh, they... they um, uh, from what I've heard from people in the field, uh, they do a, a good job of servicing the 2,000, 3,000 3, people who need methadone uh, in the city. Between the two of them? Between the two of them. So the people that are trying to, you know, consider opening one right at that particular location, did they say why that location is what they're looking why are they looking into that particular location? Did they say? No, we haven't heard anything yet. I think we'd hear we'd hear from them at the ZBA meeting. They'll they'll be they would be making their pitch there at the ZBA meeting as to why they're picking that area and why it's a need. So, um, caller, I think you asked some important questions. One to try to understand this. One of the things that I think is it is not unique to the methadone business. It's it's. What a lot of businesses that are particularly unpopular do, um, they try to get in under the cover of darkness. When I was on the board of selectmen in Freetown, we had someone come in to try to open a strip club. Okay, they, you know, they they tried to get get it get their paperwork in, get themselves in motion um, before we were able to exercise our rights to try to stop them. Right, so I would imagine, as Marcus has done some research, this is a big organization. They know what they're doing. They know how to move into a community um, without making a big splash so that, therefore, the neighbors can't get riled. If it wasn't for Barry, we wouldn't know about this. Yeah. Which, which I appreciate that, you know, Barry brought it, you know, to discussion. But I, I can honestly say I've never even known about the other two methadone clinics. So are they causing some kind of a rocket? No, I don't think so. No, 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 no. People are just quietly getting their methadone. That's that's the thing. It's, so it, like, it, it hasn't been front be and center. The, yes, because, I mean, if, if there was all kinds of issues over there, I, I would think we would have heard about it. Yes. Yes. So probably not a place where major problems happen on a regular basis. I, I get I get her point, right? You know yeah, what she's no, saying, no. Marcus, right? Is you get it. Is that she's saying why be resistant to this place if the other places haven't had problems. That's what you're saying, right, ma'am? I mean we definitely know for a fact that we have problems in in not just New Bedford, but in all kinds of cities, towns and, and across the country with people that are addicted yes. that are not getting help. We definitely need the people that are addicted and they need, and their families need, for them to get help. Yeah. I don't think that's, a, you know, something we can argue about. Right. I think she's so right. I think it's I correct. I don't see why it's a problem. But also, I happen to know that it's not just New Bedford that's suffering this problem. Oh, God, no. No. So, so do the surrounding towns yeah. in the county have methadone clinics, or is this just two in New Bedford? And how, how about a Christian behavior Dartmouth? Like, do they have? methadone clinics as well no what i would no. say ma'am is is that and, and john mitchell's made this argument before um that new bedford is servicing the suburban populations that that our social that the new bedford social service network is supporting the towns yeah okay that if, if that if you're if you get sober the surrounding towns you mean or the yes city yeah of new so in other words there are daily people driving from fairhaven and dartmouth into new bedford to get methadone ma'am there's a great call if you want to call back you can't we yeah, have to take a call back break. we got to take a break appreciate oh, it okay thank All you right, bye 
The New England Patriots are... I'm Chris. So, hey, we see you guys on the line waiting patiently. Um, there's a few calls on the line now. If you want to, you can do one of two things. You can stay on the line through the news, and we'll pick up your call at the beginning of the 8 o'clock hour, or you can call back at the beginning of the 8 o'clock hour, and we'll take your call then. Either or, whatever works for you, um, but we, we want to give your call time, and we don't have time at this moment to and we'll do be that. Here, we'll be here till 10 o'clock, folks. We'll be here till 10 o'clock. Yes. Taking your phone call. This is how I've chosen to spend my Friday night <laughs> That's in, per- right. in perpetuity. That's correct. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, stick around, though. We, um, we have a lot more to talk about, and you can call us at 508-996-0500. You can. 508-996-0500. We don't have actually enough time for me to cut the mic, so we're just like filibustering the time until... I feel as though I can let enough dead air go by right. <laughs> until we get to the 8 o'clock hour. But stick around for the news. A, a caller actually yelled at me about that one time when I was on my show. They're like, well, you know, you got all week to prepare, and then you got to let, you know, why do you have a second of dead air time? I'm like, you do this job. It's hard. Right. You, know? you don't know how long a minute is until you're doing it on the air. And we're good.